in three, two, and you know what we are. One, and um, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, moms and dads, children of all persuasions, welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. You are listening to... Man, that's a turn on a, a light here because the light's not uh, good in the in the. Uh, you are listening to uh, Living on a Thin Line. This is a, a show we're now doing daily on ComedySchoolsRadioNetwork.com. It is our podcast. It is a um, companion piece to our normal Friday morning podcast, which is uh, this American podcast comedy edition. But I uh, made a promise to a couple of friends that I would uh, do a daily podcast until the uh, uh, corona uh, crisis is over. So I don't know. We'll only go 15 minutes or half hour. But it did occur to us, and maybe it occurred to you, that with uh, all sports being on hiatus, with so many late-night shows being on hiatus, with a lot of um, scripted television now not being uh, filmed, that um, we're going to run out of things to look at. We're going to run out of things to do. So uh, we thought maybe we'd start putting this together for you. Um, in the uh, let's be sick about the sickness department, we're trying to figure out which would be the best uh, song parody for this time. Would it be Corona, 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 Corona? When you're gonna get gone? I ain't been feeling no good since the virus came on. So, is it that one or is it my Corona? Um, hello, Tina Green. Hello, Todd Fisher. Hello, Stefan George. Hello, Champ de Blasio. Hello, Todd Fisher. Hello, everybody who's watching so far uh, or, uh, that was watching and then has uh, uh, not watched. Anyway, we're going to do this every day um, at 2 p.m. a Mountain Standard Time. That's going to be our regularly scheduled uh, airtime. So uh, Champ de Blasio said, um, I think you turned Tim around a little bit today. I have been, uh, Champ is a great guy, and one of the wonderful things about social media, and I'm going to tell you this right now, are some of the wonderful people who I'm humbled to even be friends with that I've met over the years on social media, Champ being one of those. Uh, Brian Smith uh, Sr. is watching. Hello, Brian. I'm going to wave to you. Uh, Brian is a uh, absolutely wonderful guy who um, is um, uh, a pastor. He's a pastor uh, in the uh, greater Phoenix uh, Tempe area who did a class with me a long time ago and has been a good friend. And let me say, um, in uh, uh, times of trouble, has been a wonderful spiritual advisor. I know some of you who listen to the language I use and the uh, things that I think about uh, would be surprised that I would have a friend like Brian Smith. Uh, but um, what you don't seem to know about artists and authors and writers is that we sometimes, uh, we, have to, we have to plumb certain inner depths to uh, create something. But at the same time, we may not be that. That's always been the problem being a stand-up comic, by the way. By the way, Al Pacino, no one's ever sat down uh, next to a, a Al Pacino in a restaurant. Wouldn't it be nice to be able to go to a restaurant again? No one has ever sat in a restaurant and Al Pacino sat down next to them to go, we need to move. This guy uh, had five people killed while he was doing a christening in a Catholic church. Do you realize he was an actor? But then for uh, those of us that are comics, oftentimes we'll say things on stage and then people think that that's who we are. So I want to tell you a little something about uh, stand-up comics that I know. Oftentimes, the sickest on stage are the, uh, uh, the straightest off stage. Anyway, hi to Bra- hello to Lawrence Thomas. Great comic I knew back in the day. He's there. Tina Green. Tina was, uh, uh, helped uh, book me into some great shows back in the 80s. Nick Rupert is watching. Hello, Nick. 
Nick is a very funny guy. He did some shows with us at the Tempe Center of the Arts. Um, let me tell you someone who I spoke with on the phone today, uh, and you might want to consider doing this as well. Um, we know so little about this virus right now. I think now we're just all sitting in our houses waiting to see if we get it. That's what we're doing. We're sitting in our houses waiting to see if we, you know what, the light's a little better if I go over there. I'm going to try to change this around for the lighting. There we go. We're just all sitting around right now going, all right, we're home now. Let's see if we get it. If we get it, let's see what happens. This is kind of like a bad acid trip where you would drop acid. You know, if you'd never done LSD before, and uh, I'm not recommending that you do if you haven't, but um, I did a little back in the uh, 70s, all in the 70s. Started from about 1970. Um, if you ever did it, at first you're dropping it and you go, all right, I don't feel nothing. Nothing's going on. I feel okay. I feel normal. And then you go on the most bizarre inner journey you've ever been on. This feels a little like that. Maybe we're at the beginning of the acid trip. I don't know. But we're just all now sitting in our homes waiting to see what's going to happen. So here's what I did today because they're telling us to um, social, uh, do a lot of social distancing. By the way, all the people that are telling us the social, to, be so, uh, to be involved in social distancing, which I agree with, okay, uh, they're all gathered together on television. All the reporters are sitting in the same room. All the speakers are on the same stage. So, uh, yes, Jim, shrooms. Shrooms too, Jim. Jim Perry, the comedy cop, all he did, one word, shrooms. Uh, Zan Yen, hello. Hey, it's Jim from Taiwan. Jim, how are you from Taiwan, man? So glad you're on. Uh, can you, uh, if you, if you would, wouldn't mind, could you briefly tell us what's going on in Taiwan? Ladies and gentlemen, we have something on with us right now. Uh, old friend um, on from Taiwan. Uh, so um, perhaps he can send us a little message and let us know what's going on over there uh, from his perspective. But here's what I did today. Here's what I did today. I have a friend. I do. I have a friend. Uh, and their friend's name is uh, Gert Schuster, but affectionately known in the greater Phoenix comedy scene as Gert the Joke Lady. Gert is 99 years old. Gert is 99 years old. I met her when she was 90. I met her when she was 90. She literally showed up when I was doing business at the Tempe Improv and tugged on my uh, sleeve and go, I've been calling you for days. I'm very funny. And I put her on stage the next night and she was hilarious and she's done so many great shows with us. If you so desire, if you go on YouTube and put in uh, my name and Gert, you'll get a, a whole hour-long show that's entitled uh, uh, Tony Gets Heckled by a, 99, by a 90-Year-Old Lady, where uh, I was doing a Valentine show, and she was my opening act. And then she decided not to leave the room and just heckle me the entire time. But I can't go visit Gert right now. Okay, and I can't book Gertz on shows. We've gone and picked her up many times, and or she's had someone else drive her and then shows for us in, in uh, uh, Peoria, Arizona, Tempe, Arizona, the Tempe Improv, Tempe Center for the Arts, uh, other venues and locations. Um, and I can't go visit Gert right now because of the situation that we're currently involved with. So I called her on the phone, and I spoke with her. She's 99. And here's what she asked. When are you going to put me on a show? Um, she said she was doing fine. Okay. At 99, uh, they're not going to sit there and be all that loquacious. She told me some interesting things over time though. We can learn from uh, the older Tim Lawson says he could hunker down for two years. No problem. Damn it. Timmy, I bet you could, uh, uh, 
Patrick Allen says, take off your top. Is this the right site? Yes, Patrick, but that's later. Uh, uh, Jim tells us from Taiwan, we're doing fine right now. Everybody has masks on everywhere. Okay. All right. Good, good, good. Uh, Jim, do you know anybody who's ill? Is the illness sweeping uh, the region you're in right now? Is it overwhelming the hospitals? If you know any of that information, it would be, uh, it would be helpful. Hi, Linda Lou. I'm going to wave at you. I'm going to wave at Linda Lou. There we go. Um, so if you have uh, elderly friends, if you have friends in their 70s, 80s, 90s, this is doubly tough for them. Doubly tough for them. Um, the, um, the virus is uh, uh, most serious for people in that age range. And the thing that they crave most, which is visits from us, uh, are curtailed. So uh, it's, uh, that's just sad. So call him on the phone. I called Gert. We spoke. That's how she was doing. And I made a promise to her. And I'm telling this to you right now. The first big show I get to do, the first, when this is over, and we're able to do a show uh, with more than 25 people in it, which are the current guidelines, uh, Gert's going to be on the show. Gert will be on that show. I made that promise to her. So reach out to them. She's told me so many wonderful things. Gert escaped Nazi-occupied. Nazi occupied Czechoslovakia in the 30s. She was able to escape, I believe, with her mother and maybe a sister, and certain family members were not able to get out and were never um, heard from again. She survived that. She survived so many things, all right? And her taking things are just wonderful. So um, uh, we had long talks about Donald Trump. You may, might be a Trump supporter. I don't know. And if you are, I don't dislike people because they're Trump supporters. I don't. I don't care for Donald Trump. But I asked her her take on Donald Trump, and she said his God is money. That's what Gert Schuster, Gert the joke lady, told me. She said his God is money. All he cares about is money. Um, so uh, anyway, do that, okay? Also, we talked about yesterday, you guys, we talked about writing to your representatives, your city council people, your house members, your state legislature, that independent contractors are caught in a real bind right here. A real bind right here because there is no recourse for them, for us. Hi, Shale. How are you? Hold on. What did Patrick Halloran just say to me? Why, why, why? Haven't I heard you talk about toilet paper? Such a missed opportunity. Um, Mary, uh, my cousin Mary in St. Louis says uh, St. Louis schools have closed in St. Louis. Um, all Missouri schools. Trey Goodman's watching filmmaker extraordinaire, a real maverick, okay? A great guy, a, a recent friend who's already uh, fallen into the category of good friends. Um, call the old people in your life. Talk to them. Then write to your representatives, city council people, state legislature, house members, senate, and tell them that there has to be a grand design put together that makes sure that no one falls through the social safety net. I was talking with Champ de Blasio, and I don't know if he's still with us, uh, on social media this morning. I was talking with someone, and I pointed out to them that almost all the systems that we have in place besides the Affordable Care Act, and this is not a conversation about that, were designed for mid-20th century America. Uh, from the 1930s on, unemployment compensation, social security. Uh, the healthcare system was based on that the majority of people worked uh, for a, uh, a business or a factory, et cetera, that provided 
that provided uh, health care. You know, my dad worked in factories, you know, so the union made sure that they had health care. With the demise of the unions, if you don't like unions, that's fine. But with the demise of them, the bargaining power of the individual disappeared. That's when you really began to see some spike in, in uh, health care premiums. There was no way to really. And the companies that were then uh, negotiating with health care companies were looking for the best deal for them. Which is all of a sudden why your health care went from nothing to something to way too much to way too much to way too much. So these systems that were put in place were put in place for mid-20th century America, and they're not designed for modern America. They're not designed for a country with a massive amount of independent con contractors. They're not designed for the gig economy. And believe me, these things are important in our economy now. They're not designed for uh, small business owners. None of them are there. There is very little for us. So you don't want the guy who does your lawn falling through the cracks. You don't want the guy who cleans your pool going through the cracks. You don't want the uh, people who come by and clean your home falling through the cracks. You don't want the people who deliver your food falling through the cracks. You don't want the people who drive you places falling through the cracks. You don't want the guy who works in your car falling through the cracks. You don't want the comic that you go and watch and, and makes you feel good because you laugh falling through the cracks. Of course, if we all fall through the cracks, maybe we'll fill them up and we'll just be a nation of crackheads. Okay? Um... No more than 10 to group now, not 50 anymore. That's what they're doing in St. Louis. Tim Lawson it says you're related to everyone in St. Louis, it seems. I'm not going to touch that, Tim, okay? Uh, that was a younger man's story. Uh, Patrick Halloran says if money can't be made, it will take precedent. If, if money can be made, it will take precedent over you, the citizen. Sure, Patrick, that is, yeah. You know what? But we can't think like that. I mean, Pat, you know, what about your independent insurance agent? Okay, what about people stop paying their premiums because they go, man, we got to hold on this money for food. Okay, so there has to be a grand design by the people that we have elected from local to national to see us through this crisis. There has to be a bigger, there has to be a design for two things. There has to be a design now for society that is isolated. What is the design for that? Is it designed to make sure that uh, uh, the Internet stays on? Is it designed to make sure that phones stay on, that television stations still operate, radio stations? There has to be a design for that. So we have to let them know. Uh, um, we have to let them know that um, uh, we need this to be done and we expect it to be done. So um, I don't know. What else can I tell you about today? I don't know. If anybody's got any questions, I'll be more than happy to answer your questions. Um, it's a weird time to be a comic. But I'm going to tell you something. As a comic, that part doesn't really turn off, you know? Hello, Karen. Uh, you know, uh, Karen, I don't want to pronounce your name, but I only know you from social media. Is it Rhymer? Or is it? Yeah, it is Rhymer, isn't it? Okay. Uh, Ronnie Tropper Applebaum. Uh, hello. Hello to you. So anyway, everybody's going, what are the answers? The thing changes daily, you know? I know that a lot of the people that are watching right now and a lot of you listening right now, you're decision makers. Okay, you're people that uh, look at facts on the ground and go, okay, we got to move forward. And let me address that. We got to look at the facts on the ground. It's not time to be arguing uh, uh, grand philosophies of, of uh, Adam Smith and uh, Noam Chomsky and, and all that sort of stuff. Uh, hello, Chanda, how are you? Um, it's, it's not time to be arguing that. Here are the facts on the ground. According to what they're telling us, there is a 
highly contagious virus sleep, sweeping the planet. Did I say that? Did I say sleeping the planet? Did I say that sleeping? There is a highly contagious <laughs> sleeping the planet. Um, let's see. Uh, update on New York. They changed from 250 to 50. I have updates on we were, uh, we currently have on the books a trip to uh, New York City to perform March 26th. So I will have full and complete information about that tomorrow, tomorrow afternoon, which I'll be uh, announcing then. That's when we'll, uh, we'll know clearly. Okay, um, here's the facts on the ground. We have what they're telling us is a massively, a highly contagious, I don't want to sound like uh, the guy on TV going, if there's some happy news, uh, you borrow money at 0% if you're rich. Uh, by the way, the Fed might have dropped the interest rate to zero. You think any of you are getting a 0% loan? Um, the facts on the ground are this. There's a highly contagious uh, virus that is sweeping the planet. That's what they're telling us. Okay? Um, it's going to um, make a whole bunch of people sick, and it's going to kill a whole bunch of people. That's what they're telling us. These are the facts on the ground. They are telling us the only way to come combat it right now, the only way is through uh, social distancing. That's what they're telling us. And we believe them. I believe them. You believe them. You have no choice but to believe them. Whether it's okay to gather in groups of two or 20 or 25 or 50, I don't know. But that's what they're telling us, that that's the only way to combat it, okay? And because of that, the entire social structure of the planet is going to look a little different. It's just going to look a little different. That's what's going to happen. It's going to be like uh, <laughs> P-Base Snow back in the Midwest. You something to go, well, that's different. Hey, that's a little different. So you're telling us that instead of coming together in time of need, we should all spread apart. So <laughs> You know who was the father of social distancing? Mo from Three Stooges. Spread out. <laughs> Greta Garbo. I want to be alone. So these are the facts on the ground. So what we have to deal with are the facts on the ground. How do we feed millions of people? who cannot buy food? How do we make sure there's housing for millions of people who can't pay their rent or their mortgage? How do we make sure that the lights stay on for millions of people who can't pay, won't be able to pay their electric bill, their gas bill, their water bill? How do we make sure that people are able to keep their automobiles so that in the emergencies that uh, transpire, even during a time of social distancing, they're able to get from point A to point B? Um... Tim Lawson says, my last crowd was your show. Yeah, that was a good show, wasn't it? I, you know, I don't want to be, uh, uh, I want to live a long time. Okay, longevity has its place. But um, I don't want to 10 years from now go, and remember the days when we all got together, you know, and we're just tapping on walls. So here's the things that, we're, uh, that I think we could take away from today. And I'm not going to go on long today. I'm going to do this every day. Um, but... Um, Here's the things we can take away from today. Write your representatives and tell them there has to be, A, a plan for people that uh, 
And you know what? When we talk about falling through the social safety net, we're not just not talking about the poor or the indigent. We're not just talking about uh, the lazy and people trying to rip off the system. Um, Mary, my cousin Mary says the main thing is if you're sick, stay home and, uh, uh, and far away. Yeah. But I've always been sick in the mind, Mary. That's the question. Okay. When they say sick, there's an old joke where a guy calls into work, calls into work and goes, I'm sick. And they go, how sick are you? He goes, well, I'm kissing my sister. Is that sick enough for you? I cleaned that up because Brian Smith's on. Because Brian Smith's on. I cleaned up the joke. Um, you got to write them and go, there has to be a grand plan. They got to be putting together a, a grand plan right now, a Marshall plan to make sure that anybody whose lives are being negatively impacted due to this outbreak, this virus, okay, does not suffer anything beyond their possibility of getting it. That has to happen. Okay. They got to know that that's their job. It's our job to tell them. Second thing. Second thing, you've got elderly people in your life. All of a sudden, you're going, yeah, we're sitting here go, you know, do our grandkids come over? Okay. Do we go to the store? By the way, the, I believe the social distancing, I believe it'll be effective, but you go to the grocery store, nobody's socially distant. You know, you're picking up the same ba- a can of cream of corn someone else put down. All right, so here's what we're getting from Jim uh, over in Taiwan. We ask everyone to travel back and stay quarantined for 14 days. Right now, we've got 54, uh, 54 got this virus, three recovered. Most people got sick here, caught this from travel. But don't go on the plane. But don't worry, you, it's not, uh, okay. Okay, but don't worry, you have Dave Brown there, the captain pool party, stay well, okay. <laughs> Hello, Colleen Nalik. Hello, Valerie Roberts. I kind of love this. I've got people from all different sections of my life. Um, someone's trying to call me on the phone. Um, uh, joining in people that I knew in high school, relatives, uh, recent friends, comedians, local comedians here in Arizona, national comics, uh, so many great people here. Uh, what we're talking about is what we can do. Uh, hold on. Jack Gordon Mills, a great radio man in Arizona. And I'm, I'm saying that and a long time friend and one of the smartest people I know said, but Hey, at least the markets are reacting well, to the reassuring words of the president. What's that? The current market cap is roughly equal to size when uh, size of the stock market when Donald Trump um, emerged victorious in the 2016 election. Well, shit. Jack Gordon, Gordon, Jack Gordon Mills words, not mine, although I am simpatico with it. Um, we need to be looking for pragmatic, solution-oriented individuals that will see us through. And here's the other thing, okay? Here's the other thing. All right. Are you scared? I'm a little scared. Maybe I'm just a little bit more than a little scared. Are you worried? I'm a little worried. Maybe I'm a little bit more than a little worried. Okay? But we all got to be strong for each other. We have to. All right? We have to be strong for each other. We have to be strong for the little kids who are home right now. We have to be strong for our young adult children. All right? Who haven't even gone through uh, as adults what we went through uh, during 9-11, our Vietnam, our uh, stock market crashes, our uh, the AIDS uh, epidemic, or all the things that if you're a, man, a, a person, a man or a woman my age that you went through. So it's okay to be a little scared, okay? But oftentimes fear leads to anger. So remember this, remember restraint of pen and tongue. Check yourself. 
before you snap off. And you know what? Your little animals. Your little animals will be able to pick up to your vibe. All right? So make sure that you pet them extra. You know, kiss your husband, kiss your wife. You know, the people that you can't get close to, Skype with them. All right? We're going to get through this somehow. But uh, swan flu. No, Mary, there was no swan flu. There was swine flu. Great. Now, now I got a new thing to wear, swan flu. Because sometimes uh, we don't have swans. There's a, we have a giant man-made lake here where I live in uh, Maricopa. And uh, we get all kinds of uh, um, exotic birds, wild geese, cranes, uh, herns. Well, we haven't any, no, we've had a couple of, I think, didn't we have a swan in that lake one time, Cheryl? We didn't have a swan? We had peacocks. And by the way, as much as, we had a what? My, this is my wife, who's my producer. Okay. All right. We, uh, we have peacocks, and uh, I'm going to go on record as saying here, as, as altruistic as I'm going to try to be, as giving as I'm going to try to be. Uh, yeah, we have ducks in the pond, Tim, but I don't think you catch shit from ducks. All right, uh, <laughs> duck flu. All right, um, as as much as I'm going to try to function for my higher self and better self through this, I don't like peacocks, and I never will like peacocks. Peacocks are assholes. Okay, peacocks will chase you. We got this little dog Chica. You can't see her. She's running here someplace. She's eight pounds. I call her eight pounds of fun. Uh, and before we had uh, the mighty Roscoe, my other dog. And by the way, my uh, people ask, what kind of dog is he? And I go, do you like pit bulls? They go, no. I go, he's mostly lab. And then I, uh, I <laughs> but he's lab. Before I ate him, I used to walk Chica. And there, were, there was a guy up uh, about a mile or two from here who had peacocks. And they used to get loose and run around up by the Mormon church and the Catholic church. They're both close together. And those peacocks that chased Chica and I, giant peacocks. And I like MSNBC. I like MSNBC. I watch MSNBC. And their whole thing is a peacock. But I don't like peacocks. Uh, that's right, Tim. Uh, uh, ducks do get shit on your shoes, Tim. But that is only if you step in duck shit. So I think that the uh, takeaway today, ladies and gentlemen, is uh, don't step in duck shit and you'll probably be okay. All right? Um, what else can I tell you? What else can I tell you? What, what, hold off on your taxes? Yeah, you know, I was supposed to uh, have an appointment with my tax lady today, and I postponed it. So there's a question for you. What bills are you holding on to right now? What are you going, hold on, let's not pay this yet. Uh, Jim says, one of our local pubs closed down due to a, a, a KLM pilot. Uh, caught this on the flight. So um, that's the word that we're getting from Taiwan right now. 53 cases, three people passed away. They're taking some, uh, some kind of stringent measures. Uh, but apparently, Jim, uh, some of your uh, pubs are still open as well. All right, you know, I'm going to wrap up because i got other things i got to do today. I want you guys to join me every day, 2 o'clock Mountain Standard Time. So remember, uh, if it's noon on the West Coast, it's 1 o'clock here. Okay? If it's, uh, and if it's 1 o'clock here, it's 2 o'clock Central Time Zone. And if it's 2 o'clock Central Time Zone, it's 3 o'clock uh, Eastern time zone. So if we're on at two, that means in the Midwest, we're on at three. Okay. And it means on the East coast, we're on at four and on the West coast, we're on at one. And if you're in Hawaii, you're on your own. We'll be making some announcements the next couple of days about uh, um one-on-one -on -one personal. Um, some of you're sitting on me. You go, I'd still like to learn how to write. I'd still like to know how to re rehearse. I'd still like to know how to perform about virtual classes that we're putting together that might help see you through. 
This might be a good time if you're sitting home and you're going, well, I don't know. I can't go to work. Maybe I'll learn how to write jokes. If you, maybe I'll learn how to be a public speaker. Uh, once I can go out and speak in public, we'll be making announcements about that, about our workshops, about all the things that we're doing. The main thing is, uh, Chad Flannery says, um, says I lament. <coughs> Excuse me, man. Isn't that free? If you cough right now, you freak out. I think that's why people are buying so much toilet paper because if you cough, you shit yourself. Oh God. Um, uh, I want to hear from you. I want your input. Uh, by the end of the week, I'll be set up to be able to take live phone calls. I can be set up now. I've just been too damn lazy to set up all the equipment. We're going to take live phone calls from you. We're going to keep speaking this way. Thank you, Champ, for saying good show today. I'm just trying to um, do my part, man. I'm just trying to do my part. That We, all, um, we might have to uh, socially isolate, but we can still communicate. All right. I love you all. Signing off. Uh, tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell your pals that every day at 2 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, they can listen to me on ComedySchoolsRadioNetwork.com. It's also on SoundCloud, Comedy School, Comedy, <laughs> ComedySchoolsRadioNetwork.com. You can also listen on SoundCloud and, of course, here on Facebook Live. All right, you guys, stay safe till then. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. And in three, two, one, and um, good evening, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, moms and dads, children of all kinds.